Hi, this is Sydney Pickram. I'm Duncan Scott. Hey, this is Freya Anderson. I'm Kyle Chalmers. I am Kira Toussaint, and this is the London Roar podcast. A nail-biting finish saw the Roar just pipped by the LA Current in the first of their ISL playoff matches. This is Steve from Pool Boy welcoming you back to the London Roar podcast, where we'll delve into that match and meet the latest swimmer to join the team. Lots to talk about, so let's cross to Eindhoven and get into it. So over in Eindhoven, I'm joined by uh, Kira Toussaint and Sydney Pickram, uh, who've been racing with the Raw this last weekend. Kira, is it good to be back together with the Raw team after having had the the season break? Yes, it's so nice. I did a lot of racing in between the first and the uh, the like the playoffs. Uh, I mean the regular season and the playoffs, and it's so nice to be with a back with the group and training together and racing together again. I'm happy with that. And Sydney, for you as well, good to be back in the in the the green and gold of the Raw. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when we all kind of came together in Naples, it was the first time we all I feel like we're around a big group of people in general. I think just with the, how the year and a half went with COVID for everyone around the world, and so it was nice to have a little bit of training back home, but was still getting ready to come back over to Europe, and was excited to see the whole team. How is the how is the kind of atmosphere? Uh, in, in Eindhoven compared to Naples. I mean, we spoke to Rob Woodhouse at the start of the season and he thought that, that Naples would be a chance for all of you to kind of, you know, decompress a little bit after the Olympics, uh, you know, and have some have a bit of fun and, and you know, catch up with people. Is it is it still like that or is it a bit more, you know, business-like, if you see what I mean? Now you've got to the, the important part of the season. Well, I think it's a little bit different here now because uh, mostly because the Netherlands is in a partial lockdown right now. So there's not that many things that you could do um, outside of training and being in the hotel. I mean, you can still go out for lunch and stuff, but um, it's a bit restricted. So that automatically makes that people cannot go out of the hotel because there's nothing to do. Um, and I think it's really nice that we, I mean, we're playing a lot more games here together with the team. And I really like that. So, um, <laughs> Sydney knows I really like that. <laughs> uh, no, so it's, um, I think it's a bit different. I think we're all, uh, training a, a bit more and a bit more serious because Naples did really feel like a sort of a swimming vacation. And right now it feels more like it's more a serious business. Yes. And, uh, you've obviously had your first match um at the weekend just gone um sydney if we look at that match it was very close but it just wasn't no it wasn't to be for the win um what was the the feeling like in the team afterwards um i think honestly we put up a good fight and we all knew that there was no necessarily disappointment from anyone i think a lot of people had great swims and um but i think we were all kind of walked away from it a little angry none of us like to lose you know we're the um, we're all competitive in our own individual races, but as a team, we have a lot of competitive people. And so, um, with that nature, we kind of took that, uh, like, I think a bit to heart and that we want to come back and just be stronger every time that we're racing. And so, um, I think we were proud of the swims that we did, but we know how much more we have to give. And I think we're excited to go into this next match and, um, get that chance to kind of come back from, 
the second place in the first match. I mean, it was really, really close. It was a couple of hundreds here and there, and it went all the way to the last round of the skins, Kira. Does that make it kind of harder to, to take coming second, you know, rather than first? Well, have you, you've seen the last round of the women's skins, right? We were all watching in the stands and we all thought that Alia touched first and we looked at the scorers and we were already cheering. So that was like, what? How does, well, how did that happen? We were all competitive and it, it hurt a little bit that we lost. Like we really came there to go for the win, of course. And, um, I think we all realized like, oh, damn, we really want to be better next time or next weekend. So I think we all working towards that um, with training and uh, the focus is uh, really on Saturday and Sunday. So, yeah. If Sydney, do you think if if the result had gone the other way, um, you know, your mindset might have been different and maybe um, now everyone is looking at little details, little things they can improve that might otherwise they might not not have looked at. You know, is is there a positive to take from such a such a close loss, if you like? Yeah, I think for sure. I think that's kind of what we've been reiterating for the like day, day and a half after the match. And I think now we've kind of moved on from it, but um, we definitely wanted to take it in the most positive way that we could. And um, I think we've done in seasons past, like build better, best and that's kind of what we want to do throughout these uh, couple of matches and hopefully get into the final. Um, but I think we definitely have had to be a bit more nitpicky and whether it's um, just, I think it causes you to almost tighten up those little details for sure. Having that kind of sting that um, we want to redeem ourselves. And so I think everyone has taken it in a really positive way and that's all we can ask. And I'm pretty excited to see kind of what we do uh, come this weekend. I've been practicing my finish the last two days because <laughs> I got really outtouched and I've been making the same mistake a couple of times now. So uh, I've been definitely working on that. And if I didn't get outtouched, I probably wouldn't have been that eager to work on that right now. Nice. Yeah. So we'll be watching those finishes closely <laughs> at the weekend then. Okay, good. I mean, this this kind of this situation, I mean, you've both got, you know, lots of NC2A experience. Um, you know, you must have found yourself in similar sort of situations in, you know, in the in in season where you have a, a shocking dual meet against someone and then have to pick yourselves up for the next one. You know, is there experiences you've learned from that that you're sharing with people? Um, yeah, I I think so. I think NCAA is similar in a lot of ways, but different in a lot of ways. Um, and I think it's funny because, like, I think me and uh, Kira have actually had like really close matches <laughs> together and we've talked about them, which is just kind of funny to be in this side of it now. But I mean, dual meets are really, really hard. And I think that experience definitely played a part in my first couple of seasons. And I think being a captain the past two seasons and now I've tried to almost give that perspective to some people in ways. I think that was one of the aspects that Rob always loved to talk to me about and kind of pick my brain about. And so I think it definitely gives us a little bit of an advantage um, just having that. But now it's season three and there's not that many rookies anymore. Indeed. And Sydney, on a personal level, were you happy with your swims? You know, it was nice to get get a win in early in the playoffs with the 200 IM. Yeah, I mean, I think 
I needed to get back into racing a little bit. I think, uh, racing was a bit of a challenge for me in Naples and now I'm kind of feeling a little bit better about it. And so it was nice to start off the meet with the win for sure. I think the times are not what I want at all. I think it was just rather slow, but there's so many places to improve. I think in all my races that I had, and if I have any more, um, but it's just super important to get up and race and do what you can for the team. So yes, I'm happy with one win, but I definitely don't want that to be my only one. And I want to progress uh, through the matches and just score as many points as I can. And the, and the same question to you, really, Kira. I mean, you you won the 50 back. You mentioned about being touched out in the in the 100 back, but you had a couple of relay wins as well. So how, how do you feel about your your contribution? Actually, um, I, I thought I was pretty happy with my races. Um, I think my 100 back was the fastest so far in this ISL season. Uh, first time below 56 seconds. And um, I was especially uh, happy with my relay swim in the medley relay on the first day. Because I've always quite struggled with um, uh, three events or four events even. And then the 100 back in that relay being the last one um, struggled to even go under 57 seconds. And now I went 55, eight in that relay. So I was really happy with that swim. Um, I know I've been, uh, my, my 50 has been good lately. My 200 has been good lately. And now that hundred is just, I mean, it was a good swim, but my time is not uh, where I want it to be yet. So um, I will keep working on that in the next couple of weeks. And we saw you back in the, the 50 fly. I mean, I think you saw it once in Naples. Uh, swimming again this weekend. Is it an event you, you, you swim much? No. Um, actually, as a junior swimmer, that was my best finish at European Juniors, the 50 fly. Uh, but no, I never really do it. And um, well, they asked me if I wanted to. And if they need me uh, in a random event, of course, uh, I will do it. And I actually thought it was a lot of fun. I just quite made a mistake on my, um, breakout on the second 25. I was still too deep underwater. Um, so I was a little upset of myself about that, but, um, I, I gave all I had at the time and I got seventh, I think. Oh, well, I think I will be a little <laughs> bit faster next time. Well, yeah, no, seventh, you didn't get jackpotted, so two points, it's all, it all counts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so the, the question is, we have obviously know you as a, as a backstroker. You, you know, we've seen you as a very fast freestyler in relays and things. 50 fly now, so how long until we see you in the 50 breaststroke? <laughs> I don't think you want to ever see that because it's going to hurt your eyes. <laughs> um, I've done 100 IM at this Christmas meet in December, and I went out in a a twenty-five-seven on the fifty, which is fly back, is pretty fast. And then I went twenty seconds on my twenty-five breaststroke. So um, you don't want to see my fifty breasts. You really don't. Okay. Well, we know that we know that Steve T likes to uh, to play with the tactics, but we won't expect him to to do that one anytime soon. No. Um, talking about people pitching up in in unexpected swims, Sydney. We saw we saw Duncan Scott turn up in the. Um, uh, 100 breaststroke in the medley relay uh you know he seems to be able to do everything is that kind of the ideal teammate for uh for the isl someone who could just turn up and be really good at whatever he tries 
Yeah. I mean, dunks, I think impresses us all every time. Even I think one of the craziest swims of the meet was really his for free. And, um, he just took it out as hard as he could. And he ended up fifth overall yet scoring the most points. And I think that just kind of plays to what ISL really is. And, um, yeah, he re- he really can't do everything. And I know sometimes he might uh, not always want to, but um, never shies away from the challenge that the coaches and the teammates rely on him to um, do those tougher events for sure. And so I think the hunter breasts on the relay is a little bit fun for him, but I don't think he needs to be adding any more events than he already does. Um, so we'll kind of see where he sticks in for that. But you know, I think that's the cool part of ISL and he would never really have that opportunity otherwise to kind of do it. So you just have to take the positives with it. But yeah, uh, he's for sure a great teammate to have on ISL. Hi, I'm Valerie van Roon uh, from the Netherlands and I've joined the war for 2021. My favorite event is the 53. The shorter, the better. <laughs> I'm excited to be part of London Roar because I think it's a great team and I'm honored to be an addition to it. I'm gonna do my best to uh, take as many points uh, for the team. The event at least likely see me swim in the ISL uh, is a 200 meter, 400 meter, like anything that's longer than 100 meter. Uh, my worst training set is, well, I think anything longer than 100 meters. <laughs> Outside swimming, well, I'm studying physiotherapy and I'm really liking it. Uh, and I would love to make that my job. And um, I would love to just hang out with my friends if I can, uh, besides studying and swimming. Um, so that's it. So you're straight back into it, Sydney, this weekend with uh, with your next match with LA again, because you have them in every match, uh, Cali and Iron. Um, do you think the team will be sharper for having that first match out of the way? You know, you've talked about um, you know picking it up and the details and so on, but um, you'll be better for having that first match done? Yeah, I think so. I think... Um one, I mean, some of us have had a bit of a longer travel and kind of get more used to sleeping on the schedule and being here for a week, kind of get a little bit more in that comfort zone always helps. Uh, the first couple races off the blocks, I think most of us kind of get better the more races we have. And also just with that fire from having that loss after the first match, I just, I think we're going to be a lot more on it. And um, I think we're going to be a force to be reckoned with this week. And, and Kira, we saw that, that relays were a focus in that match just gone. You won four out of five, I think, uh, certainly four on the first day. Um, is that going to be another focus for the team this weekend, do you think? I think uh, the tactics will be a little bit different against the teams you're racing because you just have to do a little bit of math to see where you can score the most points against your competitors for that weekend or for that match. Um so that's really up to the coaches. I have no idea what they're planning on or what they're planning on, for example, let me swim. So um, I don't really have an answer to that. Well, we will we will see uh, how that pans out. I mean, obviously, you know, the backstroke seems very, very, you no, know, 
tough um, in all of these matches. I mean, you had some very tough competitors last weekend. You've come up some some more tough competitors this weekend. So you, you're just focusing on your own swims, I assume. Do you think about your competitors? Well, last week uh, or last weekend, the uh, 100 backstroke, that, if you saw the field, it was actually an insane field with uh, two ex-world record holders in the long course 100 back, the world record holder short course, then the Canadian record holder short course, and then also the, well, the world record holder in the 50. That was all in one field. That's insane, I think. Um, and I think the a lot of teams have very good, are very competitive in the backstroke events. You don't see many um, jackpots in the backstroke events either. So, um, yeah, I think the, they're very competitive. And if I think about them, um, well, I mean, I know beforehand who I'm racing against and I try not to really think of it, to be honest. And usually that works out and sometimes it doesn't. I think that's the best. I think that's the best uh, best tactic. So, uh, yeah, swim your own swim your own lane and, and let the result yeah. take care of itself. Yeah. Um, Sydney, you've beaten Cali already this season. Um, obviously, there are many people's favourites for the for the overall um, ISL, but you have beaten them once already. Does that give you confidence for this weekend? Um, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be a challenge, and we know that. And um, I think we are willing to take on the challenge. Um, I think as long as we try and do it strategically the best we can, um, like the coaches have an idea and kind of run the numbers, and we're actually meeting kind of with our whole leadership team with Kyle and I, and then the captains that are the match captains as well. And we're going to kind of have more feedback with the coaches and see what we think and um, kind of put the best foot forward. But I, I think it's going to be hard for sure, but that's what's the beauty of it. And it's so fun is these close matches is I think when it comes down to those last races is what's most exciting. And I think it's going to push us all to be better swimmers than we were the match before. And we're just going to grow as a team together and, um, so yeah, I think, um, we definitely have that one win and it would be nice to have a win in the playoffs just to kind of secure that spot for the final. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, the, the jackpots are something that make it really interesting. I think, you know, watching because you no know, LA beat you last weekend and many people might think, well, well, they should beat you again next weekend. You know, obviously you can all swim faster or they can swim have off days or whatever but because of the way that the balance changes on the, on the jackpots, obviously Cali will jackpot in some places that that Toronto didn't and vice versa, you know, it's very hard to predict how it's going to pan out. So, you know, it's interesting to hear that you, you look at it in that level of detail. I mean, does it go down to, to jackpots as well when you're doing those, those conversations? Yeah, I think, um, luckily we have the coaches that like to kind of run the numbers. And I think for us as swimmers, it's almost too much to really think into it like that. I think we just have to, there's so much we're already processing and working on as ourselves as swimmers. Um, and kind of our stroke details and things like that, that we kind of have to take that step back. Um, but then also in the leadership side, we try and give as much feedback and have that open dialogue with the coaches, but let them kind of run the numbers and we'll have the conversations and, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a different side of swimming, which is pretty cool. And, uh, you know, the, we've spoken about some of the things you want to improve this weekend, you know, sharpening up finishes, you know, whatever it, whatever it might be, but you know, as, as the co-captain, um, what's your kind of message to the team ahead of this match? 
Um, well, we kind of, so yes, Kyle and I are the co-captains overall, but we have, uh, match captain captains. So Ali and Guido were the last match. And then this match, I believe it is Emma and Vinny. Um, so it's really cool. We get to see everyone's different leaderships, uh, sides and how they kind of would run things in ways and get that different perspective, um, that I think just adds so much to our team. So obviously, uh, Katie is not with us. Uh, on this podcast, she couldn't be here, so we've got no um, we've got no little game to play. But there is one question that everybody has asked me um, in the the last few weeks, um, especially with events in Strictly Come Dancing, and that is: Will we see Adam Peaty in Eindhoven? Now, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that everybody is going to have to wait and find out to see if he's here. But, you know, at the same time, I think it's pretty cool. Like last year in the season, we didn't obviously have all our Aussies with us and they were still such a huge part of our team and supporting us. And so I think Adam has done the same. Um, and I think we've all supported his dancing as well and have loved watching it. Um, but whether or not he comes, I don't think that's something we can really share or say, but everyone's going to have to wait and see. And I think we will leave it at that. Uh sort of teaser if you like so but <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for that so we'll um we will wish you both all the good luck for the match coming up we hope to um hope to get a good win but um good luck for the weekend and, and thank you very much for joining us thank you thank you hi this is guido and you are listening to the london roar podcast that's it for this episode of the London Raw podcast. Uh, as ever, if you want to get in touch, you can find me on Twitter at Poolboy or at Poolboy UK on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, if you want to send an email, go to poolboy.co.uk forward slash contact. Uh, if you want to catch up on any of the previous episodes of the podcast, you'll find them at poolboy.co.uk forward slash raw. But until next week, when hopefully we will have uh, a great result from the Raw to talk about, we'll say thanks for listening. You've been listening to the London Raw podcast by Paul Boy. For more episodes, visit www.paulboy.co.uk slash raw.